Two of the hardest transitions in my career has been moving from a manager to a leader. The other time was transitioning from a leader of a function to broader general management duties. This is also perhaps the two points in a banker's career that poses the highest risk of failure. So what comes after that? Today I will tackle an advanced topic called enterprise leadership. I was quite lucky to manage people and ultimately make the transition to leadership at a very young age in banking. At one point at the age of 25, I was responsible for a consumer division of 100 people. I remember feeling anxious going from zero reports to 25 people and within a year to 100. I soon realized that I had to rely on a maximum of 8 people irrespective of how big your team is, be it 25, 100 or 1000. I had to also think about aspects such as the proposition, competition, costs, marketing, well-being, colleague satisfaction, and this was my first taste of how a manager transitions to being a leader. As I got more senior in grade and responsibilities 10 years later, I started to notice my skill set had to evolve from being a functional expert to general management skills I also found myself having to remove myself working in the business and working on the business with constant comments from my mentors you have to remove yourself from that process Then I noticed something else that started to appear within feedback job roles and discussions with senior leaders something along the lines of who I knew cross functionally how I connected across the firm regularly Even the process of promotion had a mandatory section such as demonstrating contact and relationships within credit risk legal retail bank investment bank you know more broader within the organization and the group There are a couple of obvious reasons for this being important as you become a senior leader Firstly it's being able to deliver the firm and everything the organization can offer and bring the best to your customers. The other obvious reason is being able to unlock the internal organization or blockers for your own team. Your team looks up to you or requires you uh, and that servant mindset I always talk about as a leader where you are helping your team bring their A game. So what are the not so obvious reasons of enterprise leadership? I think working in different parts of banking tend to spark your imagination in the art of the possible because of deeper understanding of client segments. I started my career early on in multinational corporate banking for the first few years and then moved on to consumer banking. And I remember having a greater appreciation and understanding of how treasurers and CFOs worked and that made it easier to deliver client propositions for consumer banking be it credit card deployment or personal loans for executives in multinationals and the same applies for moving geographies it's that 
imagination and a deeper understanding and appreciation for business units that make you better at your job so i highly recommend thinking about moving around in your career to try and gain that in there is then the respect and the appreciation you, you have for your colleagues across functions such as, such as wealth management uh, and this could be even cross cultural you know working in geographies in asia uk africa and usa and then lastly it is not so obvious but critical it's the friendships you make and the access to talent across the the firm so how do you foster this enterprise view you may love the role you're currently doing and the organization may depend on you to hang around and serve your time make the changes and provide the stability that your clients want but you can still build your enterprise links firstly i would say think about cross functional committees there are lending balance sheet committees uh, where you would come across uh, colleagues and decision making across the firm get on to one of these uh, look out for cross functional projects where you're solving uh, um, problems or finding opportunities that benefit the group overall you don't need to change your job but you could certainly be in a project that does this and then of course working with your clients that require collaboration geographically or uh, segmentally and this would give you a broader appreciation of the firm as well but if you genuinely want to grow as a leader you may have to step out of your comfort zone be a bit more open minded you will have to make that leap it may be moving from investment bank to corporate corporate to wealth and wealth to business bank and there will also be many obstacles starting from your own mindset the fear in your mind the fear of failure sometimes even your boss might not fully get it but then again there are some bosses who actively encourage it after you've done your time and made the changes and you've reached the end of your term in that particular role or your skill set i have been pretty lucky as i've had some bosses over the years who looked out for me in my career change may also come geographically you may be based in a particular geography like uk and you'd want to expand out to in uh, international zones or uh, work in asia and want to move across to europe and europe to us where within the business unit you work you can uh, just move around the sectors remember enterprise leadership is a higher order skill and it follows a certain growth curve where you first have to move from being a manager to a leader and then over time a functional leader to a general manager ultimately enterprise leadership is much more than making sacrifices for the greater good it's actually a mindset in in the way we think and feel that manifests itself uh, and how we behave with each other every day look out for these behaviors of really good enterprise leaders i have seen in the organization and try and follow these behaviors regularly these might resonate with you this might even include regularly visiting other parts of the business and talking to those leaders 
and employees who work in those areas. Uh, they make every effort to contribute to enterprise-wide decisions, even if the decision has minimal impact in their current area. I've seen people try and understand and assume positive intent. They ask clarifying questions, probe for thinking. They speak speak up, especially when they believe that the decision is not in the best interest of the organization. But they challenge the idea and not the person when challenging their colleagues' perspectives. And uh, most importantly, and I kind of see this as a great behavior, when an executive table makes a decision, you then walk out of the room and you support it outside the room, even when they did not agree with the collective decision in the room. And I think it's really hard sometimes to get your head around that, but that's what uh, senior leadership is all about. Uh, they are quick to recognize their colleagues' achievements and often downplay their own. And they are proactive in offering help and support. And away from the executive table, they speak positively about their executive committee colleagues and defend them when needed. Here are some tips, and uh, we're all strengthening this aspect of our leadership journey. Uh, Number one, read widely, especially outside your area of expertise. Uh, Think about how you introduce yourself to others, both inside and outside the firm. If you introduce yourself as a a director of a function or a business unit head, that will set boundaries around what people talk to you about and thus limits your ability to broaden your perspective. Ask yourself, how can I maximize the whole rather than how can I maximize that individual part? This is a really hard one, assuming positive intent. So when others are acting in the best interest of the business until proven otherwise. So when you hear or observe a colleague doing something that you disapprove, assume positive intent, i.e. do not judge a person's intent by their behavior. Speak to the person directly and understand what happened and why. And lastly, seek first to understand, which means asking more questions and making fewer statements. Seek to understand the perspective of others, especially those with very different experiences and perspectives to your own. So I guess that wraps up the broader topic of enterprise leadership. It's uh, pretty much a journey and, um, you know, keep working at it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for more. This podcast is available on Anchor and Spotify. Watch out for news feeds on Instagram at Fleek Stack. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.